0: Was that an encouraging or discouraging win <laughs> by the Dallas Cowboys in Week 6? We will get to that and more in this episode of the Locked On Cowboys Podcast.
1: You are Locked On Cowboys, your lock, daily Dallas Cowboys on. podcast. Part
0: of the Locked On Podcast lock, Network, your on. team every lock, day.
1: Locked lock, On. Locked lock, On. Locked On Cowboys. Locked On Cowboys.
0: Welcome back to the Locked On Cowboys Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We'd like to thank you for making us your first listen of the day. This episode is brought to you by Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use promo code Locked On NFL for $20 off your first purchase. Last-minute tickets, lowest price, guarantee. I am your host, Marcus Mosier. You can follow me on Twitter at Marcus underscore Mosier. Joining me today. Uh, as always, is Landon McCool, who was at the Cowboy Charger game on Monday night. Go follow him on Twitter, at McCoolBCB. Landon, you were at the game. Uh After watching this, you also watched the broadcast, but no. are you encouraged or discouraged from this win?
1: Well, I hate that we have to kind of choose between the two because I feel like I'm, you know, between them. Uh But I would say that I'm... I'm not encouraged, you know. Uh, I I think that Dak Prescott played a great game last night. That's encouraging, right? He, we'll get to he, him. He looks good. Him, yes, yeah. Um, but I think overall, you know, you saw a lot of the same problems that you had seen at, at different points. Um, you're still struggling to run the ball at, at, a, at a kind of consistent way and an efficient way. Um, you're still requiring Dak to play hero ball. He did. He played hero ball last night and, and he won the game. Um, and and you know, you're you're. You're still not getting – you know. they had a lot of pressures last night, but it, it still felt like there were too many times on defense that the quarterback was able to stand in the pocket, wait for plays to develop down the field, and, and deliver the ball down the field. I will um, say – I will say that Justin
0: Herbert is one of the only quarterbacks in the league that I think can survive that amount of pressure and not get – Maybe. I'm trying to think of the way. He, he, he wasn't discouraged. There was a play in the – end of the first half where there was three Cowboys that were hitting Herbert at the same time. And he was able to deliver the ball to Keenan Allen on like a 30 yard strike. Most quarterbacks that you play aren't going to have the kind of guts to stand in the pocket and make those type of throws.
1: Or just physically
0: large enough to survive.
1: I mean, that's the, or see them. That's yeah, the other yeah. part. You're just not yeah. going to see that. Yeah, that's absolutely true. I, I just, you know, I think as far as, you know, where this needs to, where this team needs to be and where, where we need them to go. Um, you know, I think obviously the concerns are more on the offensive side than on the defensive side, but I think that there are some still con- some concerns with the defensive side. Yeah. And we'll talk about the defense in a little bit because there were a couple players I thought performed
0: pretty poorly and almost cost you a win, but for the most mm-hmm. part they played well. Let's talk about the offense outside of Dak Prescott. My my biggest concern, and we mentioned this yesterday in our pregame show, is We wanted to see the Cowboys run the ball efficiently. They didn't necessarily have to run the ball 30 times. But when they did run, we wanted to see them, you know, have a lot of successful runs for five-yard gains. That didn't happen at all. I believe one successful running back run outside of that. (laughs) Um, It was awful.
1: Yeah. I mean, honestly, like, they basically shut down the run game completely. Uh, You know, the two – best runs of the day without a doubt. And frankly, I mean, almost uh, a third of all of the, the yards rushed were on two plays in which Brandon cooks had a reverse for 14 yards and Prescott had a, an 18 yard scramble for the touchdown. You know, it's uh, it, this is not a team that's w- known for, for being able to stop the run. In fact, they struggle at times to have the run um, I don't know. I mean, again, I want to go back and watch the l 22 a little bit more, but I don't really know if it was uh, a schematic concerted effort by, by Los Angeles to try to stop the run. It sure didn't seem that way to me. Um, so I, I, yeah, that part is very concerning. Um, I think that that's, you know, something that the Cowboys have got to find a way to f- uh, clean up a little bit because and I don't get it. Like
0: you have all five starting offensive linemen They've now played multiple games together in a row and everything just seems so clunky and they're not opening up holes. And it's a lot of inside runs that seem like if you get three yards, it's a,
1: a success. I, I, It just looks so different from what we've seen over the last couple of years. It's just a lot of penetration. You know, it's like they're getting into the backfield and, and, and on like when they have pullers, they can't, down block on the on the backside to keep linebackers from you know diving into the in the backfield and making tackles. Uh, they're getting they're not moving bodies. You no, know that's the they, most when, shocking thing. They're not moving anybody. I, I, you know, and so I guess that was surprising. You know, look, I mean, Los Angeles plays kind of a three down front, so they do have uh, uh, you know bigger bodies out there, but they're not big for for that front. I mean, they, you no. know, the, so I guess my concern is just the lack of movement. Uh, by the offensive line in, in the, in the run game in a way that we just haven't seen, you know? So I, I don't really know what to make of that. I, I, I mean, I, I hope, I'm hoping that it has something to do with the fact that all of them are slightly beat up uh, and that they just need another week of a week to kind of get healthy. But I, I don't know. I also wonder
0: Jeff Blasco, who was the Cowboys assistant offensive line coach yeah. the last couple of years, he was the run game coordinator. And then he got transitioned to the the running back coach this year He's been out all season on medical leave. I wonder how big of an impact that's having because I, they I agree.
1: Not only are they not blowing guys off the ball, they're just not creative in anything they do on the ground. And Blasco was a guy that they obviously wanted to keep because they liked his run game schemes. You know, like that's why they moved him to running back coach. I think yeah. his, uh, they liked the way he schemed up the run plays and uh, he wanted a little bit better cohesiveness between the offensive line and, and the run, running backs in the run game. So, yeah, I mean, we haven't really talked about him in a long time, but the fact that he's been out on medical leave basically the entire season, I think it's had an impact. Um, yeah. But it's been kind of subtle and, and really I think it hasn't really completely reared itself until just now in these last few weeks. So, But it's a problem. Like the Cowboys sure. have got to find a way to uh, – I think you and I talked about it last night. I, think how, I don't know how many third downs the Cowboys had total, but only one of them, we said, right, was less than third and four, Yeah, third and four or less, I believe. Yeah. So that's, you know, that's problematic, like to make Dak consistent. And, and the fact yeah. that he did it is incredible. That's great. We'll talk about Dak and how great he played. But it's not encouraging that that you're putting Dak in that kind of situation against a team that, you know, you should have been able to move the ball on the okay. ground and, 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 and pr- produce a little bit better situations for third downs. Uh, The the last thing I want to say here before we move on talking about
0: Dak, in some ways I am encouraged because the Cowboys needed to get a win like this. And what I mean by like this is a close win game. I can't even really think the last time they've had a, I guess probably the Philadelphia game uh, on Christmas Eve. That was the last really close game that they played in, right? Every other game has been a blowout either way you got to sometimes figure out a way to win ugly and win a game where you don't play perfect, and it feels like they did do that a little bit today.
1: This is going to sound like the most social media Gen X, Gen X, I'm old, Uh, Gen Z thing to say ever. The Cowboys don't usually win games with vibes like this. I don't know how else to no. say that.
0: You know, well, it so, helps that you're playing another team that doesn't win games like this either.
1: Yeah, but but even then, like that's that is more to the point, right? Like it's like the Cowboys. These are the kind of games that the Cowboys end up losing that they shouldn't lose. You know, they're they're playing a, a non you know uh, a familiar opponent. Uh, they're they're on the road they've just had a huge letdown. I mean they, they don't usually win to lose two games in a row and obviously they have in the McCarthy era, but as far as like they're wearing the color rush uniforms, Troy Aikman is, the, is announcing the game. It's a Monday Night Football game. These oh, are all things that vibe-wise for the Cowboys fans make you sweat bullets. I was sweating bullets walking up to the stadium this the whole time. So, I will say that that I agree with you there that this is a game the, the refs a, We'll have a whole podcast. We should have an entire podcast about the referee, but I, I won't get to it now. A game where the refs like, were, were, were acting the way they were, like these are games, these are all elements of, of very familiar Cowboys losses. Yeah. And the fact that the Cowboys were able to pull it out, That's I think speaks, speaks volumes. Yeah. So we do definitely have... Uh, complaints about, you know, concerns about the future, what we're going from here. I think that there's still problems that need to be fixed. There's lots of stuff for them to work on in the bye week. Uh, but I will say that even with my discouragement, the fact that the Cowboys were able to pull out a win there, I think I think that's something that's worth mentioning because it's, it's, yeah. it's, it's, it isn't exactly how they – Arizona was one of these games, yeah, right, where, they- where the vibes were like this, and you're like, and then they lost it, right? I felt I had that same feeling this week and I was nervous about it, um, but the Cowboys pulled it out. I want to talk about Dak Prescott and if he played really good or
0: was just a bus driver. We will talk about that next. (laughs) This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. Do you ever feel like your brain is getting in its own way? I know mine does a ton. Like you know what you should do, you know what's good for you, but you can't just quite do it. Therapy helps you figure out what's holding you back. So you can work for yourself instead of against yourself. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's done entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. And you can switch therapists at any time for any reason at no additional charge. Make... Your brain, your friend with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash locked on today to get 10% off your first month. That is BetterHelp, H E L slash locked on. We also want to let you know that this episode is brought to you by DoorDash. Why root for your favorite team on an empty stomach? Order on DoorDash and save on Football Watch Party favorites this year. Order pizza, wings, sodas, burgers, or even just buns on DoorDash and get it delivered without missing the game. You can kick back and kick off with unbeatable deals on everything you need for the watch party or the tailgate. Get prepared before game day. Stock up on your favorite appetizers or order all your tailgate gear on DoorDash. Then get ready to watch your team win. Get 50% off up to a $10 value when you spend up to $15 or more on your first order. When you download the DoorDash app and enter promo code LOCK23, subject to, subject to change, terms apply. Again, that is 50% off, up to a $10 value. When you spend $15 or more on your first order, when you download the DoorDash app and enter promo code LOCK23, subject, subject to change, terms apply. Thank you for making Lockdown Cowboys your first listen every single day. We also want to let you know about the On NFL Kickoff Live Show. Each Friday, Lockdown will go live at 2 p.m. Eastern on every Locked On NFL YouTube channel. Hosts Tanitra Batiste, Jarvis Davis, and Kyle Krabs will break down every game on the NFL slate to get you ready for your team's matchup, your fantasy lineups, your betting angles, and so much more. Plus, get the in-depth local analysis from our stable of NFL hosts across the country who know these teams better than anyone else. Find Locked On NFL Kickoff live every Friday at 2 p.m. Eastern time on any Locked On NFL YouTube channel. Landon, let's talk about Dak. So some mixed opinions on Dak coming out of Tuesday or coming out of Monday night, but I will say this. One of Dak's, uh, actually, I think Dak's best trait that he has is he doesn't let one bad game turn into two bad games. It's very rare that he plays multiple bad games in a row he was fantastic, in my opinion. The, the offense didn't do him a lot of favors. They couldn't run the ball at all. They put him in bad down and distances, and he was a problem solver for the Cowboys in Week Six.
1: Yeah, honestly, I, I don't. This is not the game to be suggesting that Dak Prescott was the bus driver, man. Not, I'm not. Like, honestly, I'm not. He, yeah, I know, I know, you're not. But I mean, whoever is, like choose a different game man like like he carried the entire offense on his back like literally had the only touchdown running 18 yards out was was uh basically perfect when throwing to any wide receiver not named michael gallup uh and 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 you know was constantly under attack was able to escape pressure create on with his feet create with his arm uh Dak Prescott was the best player on the field last night. (laughs) Like and 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 this team won because of it. Uh, Yeah, I mean Dak uh, uh, showed an incredible bounce back. Look, you want to talk about developments that are extremely positive about what happened last night? Dak Prescott still showed you that he's that dude, right? Like if if things get tight, he could still make it happen. Uh, He could still you know work off script a little bit. Um, you know, he used his legs a little bit more than, than we are used to seeing him. Maybe that's a, a, an effort to try to do that a little like, bit more. I think
0: that's how it's going to lock this offense, because when he's getting outside, not even just running, but like getting outside the pocket, he's yeah. just really good. And he has a really good feel of how to slow his body down and make really good throws on the run.
1: Yeah, and and, and I think just giving him the opportunity, and, I, you know, look, it feels like based on the way he talks about it, he doesn't want to run the football, <laughs> uh, or he's not interested in it, to, really. No. I, I think the Cowboys need to find a way to, to still do it. You know, uh, uh, like One or two carries a game, designed runs. In big, you know, in big spots, right? Yeah. like There's just too many times when we see him hand off the ball uh, on what could be a zone read to t- Tony Pollard, and that defensive end crashed down so hard, and there's no one in front of him. And that's why <laughs> Dak got that 18-yard touchdown, because that's exactly what happened, is that no one thinks he's going to pull it. No, one's, yeah. no one is, uh, is is honoring that. And because of that, every time he hands off the ball, guess what? You have an unblocked defensive end who's tackling Tony Pollard behind the line of scrimmage. You need to pull yeah. that every once in a while. Otherwise, that guy is just going to crash down on Tony Pollard every single time. Uh, I also love that they they had a, a pass option in that. I don't know if anyone else noticed it, that. But, yeah. but, but Lamb was coming uh, across the field on there. So uh, that part, I think, yeah, Dak played fantastic. Listen <laughs> – you know, I understand that the bus driver, you know, comments. I guess happen every week, probably. But guys, you know, your argument is is soft to begin with. But I mean, this is the worst week to try to make yeah. that argument, right? Yeah, I I thought Dak was really good. He if, if Dak plays a B minus
0: game, the Cowboys lose. Like yeah. they needed him to play really, really well, and he did. And he could have had an even bigger day. He threw an absolute dime in the end zone to Michael Gallup, which would have been like a 40 yard touchdown. The ball was just dropped. Um, he played well. I, I want to mention CD lamb because seven targets, uh, seven catches for like 119 yards or whatever. He was fantastic. I thought he could have had an even bigger day. Like he was open on that play that I was just referencing. Yeah. CD was wide open across the middle on like a, uh, an over route. Dak just decided to throw it to Gallup, which was a much harder throw, but I understand why he did it. And he, he, fit the ball in there. CD could have had an even bigger day, but I thought he was fantastic. Every time the Cowboys needed a big play, he made it.
1: Yeah. And, you know, it wasn't because uh, the chargers weren't giving him a lot of attention. They, there was a lot of cloud coverage on him and and, and he was getting doubled uh, even despite being in the slot. But yeah, I think, you know, look, I think the Cowboys have got to start figuring out more of this, you know, cross field crosser route stuff because like they did it the only reason that they were doing it was when Dak was breaking the pocket it was like super late in the in the route it's got to be part of the design of the offense yeah it's just you just need more of this across the field stuff it's just easy for man beaters and and like even cooks was on a very similar situation on that touchdown play where you know it was a very late i was in i was in that end zone in in the that corner that 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 he, Cooks caught that it was he caught it like basically right beneath me watching Dak throw that ball when Dak was throwing it, I was like, no, 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 don't throw it. Don't throw it. Don't throw it. Because it was across his body. Like all the way, uh, like it was a fade away. And the guy had a better, just based on the way that you thought Dak was going to be able to throw it. The, the defender had a way better shot at that ball, but Dak put like incredible arc on it. Like, and just put it right where cooks could only barely reach it. And no one else could. Uh, We need more of this going across the attacking teams horizontally, uh uh you know a passing uh uh, concept because they are they work uh they are uh quick ways to get guys the ball on the move uh and 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 you know Dak has shown that he can throw them so i i think it's something that we just haven't seen a ton of we've seen a lot of flat very little slant and very little crossing routes more stuff in the middle of the field more stuff carrying wide receivers across the formation.
0: And and I want to mention Brandon Cooks. You mentioned the touchdown. He made a big play on third down. Yeah. I think it was third and 10, just over the two-minute warning. Uh, The Cowboys were kind of like right on the edge of field goal range. It would have been about a 52, 53-yarder. Dak makes another fadeaway throw to to Brandon Cooks, who outjumps a defender, which is crazy, and goes up and gets the football. And now the Cowboys are able to waste a little bit more time and they kicked it like a 37-yard field goal or something like that. This was finally the game where Brandon Cooks kind of made his impact. And it's just – you watching that
1: game, you're just wondering, why did it take so long?
0: Like, Brandon Cooks is really good. Just get it more involved in this
1: offense. Well, it was great to see him also take that jet sweep for like, yeah. 14 yards. and, and, and you know, yep. He he definitely should do more of that. We should see more yes. of that. We, we, we've given jet sweeps to so many crazy people that Brandon Cook should definitely be getting more of them. I saw, by the way, that Kellen uh, pulled out his very famous uh, tight end jet sweep uh, yes. against us. Uh, I was very happy to see that play called. <laughs> Uh, as a Cowboy fan. <laughs> we'll, we'll talk about Kellen Moore and Mike McCarthy a different day. Not today, because I, yeah. you've got some really good thoughts. Oh, on I've, got, I've got thoughts there, too, yeah. Uh, we'll uh, but, yeah, good I, stuff. Yeah, good stuff from
0: him. We're going to save Michael Gallup for a different day because we're trying mm. to stay somewhat positive today. Mm. Uh, let's talk about the Cowboys' defense that held up very well on Monday night next. This episode is brought to you by Game Time. You shouldn't have to worry when you're buying tickets to your next big event. Game Time is the fastest and the easiest way to buy tickets for all of the sports, music, comedy, and theater near you with killer last-minute deals, all-in prices, views from your seat, and their best price guarantee. Game Time takes the guesswork out of buying tickets. I've told you guys how much I love Game Time. It's what I use to go buy tickets. There's so many things that I like. My favorite is probably the all-in price. When you're scrolling through the all the different sections and rows, you can find out exactly what your seat's going to cost including all the the fees and taxes. It just makes it so much easier to buy your tickets. I also like that they have zone deals where you pick the section and game time picks the seats for an average of an 18% savings in the game time. Guarantee means that you'll always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section in the same row for less game time, will credit your account 110% of the difference Take the guesswork out of buying tickets with GameTime. Download the GameTime app, create an account, and use promo code LOCKEDONNFL for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account. Redeem promo code LOCKEDONNFL, all one word, for $20 off. Download GameTime today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. All right, Lina, let's talk about the Cowboys defense because they gave up a, a touchdown on the opening drive of the game, which is becoming way too common. It's getting a little frustrating, mm-hmm. but then for the most part, they shut down uh, Justin Herbert and the chargers. One of the, the two touchdowns that they gave up came off the punt, fumble, muff,
1: interference, uh, whatever do you want to call it. Do whatever you want to give me 35 call- minutes real quick to talk about that or just no, no, no. we'll, we'll what, talk what, about it another time. But yes. I, uh, yeah, but
0: even then, after that play, Stephon Gilmore got a just completely bogus pass interference call where the ball sailed 15 yards over Keenan Allen's head. So they basically started the drive at the three-yard line.
1: The worst part is court. that it was the next play. I that know. was the I next know. play that that I'm happened. Sorry. Unbelievable.
0: Go right, ahead. Sorry. We're not, yeah, we're not – as you can tell, we weren't super thrilled with the refereeing in this game. Uh but I thought for the most part, the defense played really well. There's a couple of players, not going to mention them today, that I thought really struggled. But to get that kind of performance out of spell, Bell, Demarcus Lawrence, Micah Parsons, of course, Oso. I, I thought the the unit was great.
1: Yeah. Also, Diggie Zua also had an incredible game. Yeah. Uh, at one point, I was pretty sure he almost took a handoff from Justin Herbert. It was close. Uh, and, and it was very, he he barely lost that race to the handoff. Yeah. Um, and he had to get through with two blockers. Uh, yeah, I, I think that yeah, Marquise Bell absolutely playing out of his mind uh different points obviously with a bunch of different tackles but then obviously the 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 big play the f- was it a 4th and 1 at the goal
0: or 3rd yeah.
1: and 1 at the goal where, where he makes the st- the tackle in space on Austin Eckler uh yeah. to bring him down like not allow him a single yard uh that was just that was just so key and then uh Osa like we mentioned split and double teams just kind of wrecking things in the middle uh, the defense did. A, I mean, we talked about the 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 Cowboys' offense and how kind of inefficient it was running the game, but uh, in the running game. But I, I would say that even less efficient was the uh, was the Chargers' run game. It, it was not able to get anything going. Austin Eckler ended up with 14 carries for 27 yards. Nothing. Um. So yeah, I mean, it's. Uh, I, I think you have to be thrilled with the way that, that Clark played. You have to be cl- thrilled with the way that the Bell played. Uh, just as a, as a as a unit that was knew that they were going to be facing a lot of running uh, because of the return of Austin Eckler knew that they wanted to kind yep. of establish a, a, a you know a run game in order to th- be able to throw open things up in the run uh, the throwing game uh, for for uh, uh, for Herbert uh, and and then you know for the coverage I thought for the most part uh, was fine I, I think there was times when when things broke down it's when. Uh, Herbert was given too much time. You know, it's yep. it is when Herbert was allowed to let, uh, uh, you know, whether it was Keenan Allen and Palmer to get like double moves going or complicated uh, routes down the field. Whenever those were allowed to kind of fully develop, uh, yeah, Herbert was able to kind of stay in the pocket and deliver the ball down the field a couple different times for some big catches. So the Cowboys need to kind of figure out, tighten that up a little bit um, and 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 try to get to the quarterback. You you made a good point though. It, it, Herbert, you know, survived a lot more of those than I think other quarterbacks likely yeah. will be Your able. Their eyes would start dropping. Herberts just don't. But still, you know, after last week, after this week, it was uh, it was good to see the pass rush kind of ramp up at the end of the game a little bit more, uh, and 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 kind of bounce back because it, you know it was early on it felt very similar to San Francisco where you know the Cowboys defensive line you know is they should overmatch this offensive line. And, yep. and it didn't feel like that was actually happening at times. One of the, the signs, or at least
0: me, of a good defense is, can you make stops in critical moments of the game? And I, I've got four of them, and I'll run through yeah. them really quickly. The first is the fourth and inches in the red zone, the ball that Deron Bland knocked away uh, from Josh Palmer, almost intercepted. That's a huge play. I mean, that's a seven-point play right there. If you watch that play, Marquise Bell does a great job of staying between Herbert – and Palmer to basically cut off that first window, it makes Herbert hold to the ball just a little bit longer, and Bland's able to recover and make the play. The second one, uh, it was the it was second and twenty four. Herbert throws an absolute dime to Keenan Allen, and now it's yeah. third and one from midfield. The Chargers are down seven. Marquis Spell makes a, a tackle for a loss. The, the Chargers punt. Now, the next part's not the defense's fault. It's that fumble play that we just keep referencing
1: that we're going to It's the hard. referee's fault, but yes. we'll move on.
0: <laughs> next one, back-to-back plays. It's second and two. The Chargers just got a nice play to Keenan Allen. Parsons makes a sack to get to third and ten. And then on the very next play, Parsons gets the pressure. Gilmore gets the interception. The game is over. Like, those four plays are the, are the difference between winning and losing a game. And that's why it was so encouraging to see the defense step up and make big time plays when they absolutely needed them,
1: yeah, finishing you know that's a huge thing, right, and that's what we needed the defense to, to do a little bit more i am pretty sure you predicted you know as is tradition, you predicted the the charges to win uh and that the cowboys would not be able to make that last stop and and, and i I don't have doubts i I totally understand why you would make that prediction so I'm glad that very good. It's very encouraging that they didn't, right, that, that they didn't do that. So, uh, yeah, I do think that, you know, if there is one thing that you can kind of, you know, we, I think generally speaking, we were kind of a little discouraged about this game overall, but I do think that 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 the, the defense kind of righted the track in a lot of ways yeah. uh, near the end of this game especially. So uh, that, was, that specifically was very encouraging.
0: So. And I can tell you, the, the more often that you get these kind of stops in big moments – the more that you just believe that you will, you can, right? It's just this confidence instead of, oh man, here we go again. They're going to drive right down the field. I think, I think it's flipped a little bit over the last couple of years. It's, I think the defense now is like, we want this challenge. We know we're going to step up. We, we, we dare you to try to go the length of the field on us. Uh, And great job. They didn't even give up a first down on that final drive to the Chargers. So well done by the defense. Any final thoughts here before we head out?
1: No, I mean, there's lots still to talk about here. That a lot of things that went on, um, but you know, look, uh, no gift horse mouth. Looking, you know, we 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 won the game. We're yeah. going into the bye week not in an absolute disaster mode. Be happy with that. Enjoy yeah. your bye week, and let's let's try to figure out what's going on, but what can be fixed for the Cowboys going coming out of bye week, and let's enjoy it.
0: We've got a busy week of shows. We're going to break down the All Twenty Two tomorrow. We're going to talk about some some rookies later on the week, uh, which didn't get a lot out of the rookie class this week. We'll we'll chat about that later in the week. So make sure you tune in for that. Check out the show on YouTube. We are free and available on all platforms. Go follow Landon on Twitter at McCoolBCB. I'm sure he won't be complaining about the officials at all today.
1: Probably I'm not. Absolutely sure. Uh,
0: I'm at Marcus underscore Mosher, and we'll see you next time.